Hey everyone, I'm Gary Hoban and welcome to Refinery Life Church and welcome to another Thursday evening teaching. I'm so glad you're here joining us again. You know, it's it's almost the end of the year. We've made it through. This year's been a great year. We've seen the church grow. We've seen blessings. We've seen miracles. We've seen healings. And you know, if you're looking for a new church, as many people are this time of year and you're based on the Gold Coast, why don't you come and join us? We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach. And we have a a great children's church, we're a friendly church, and we preach the Word of God. And you know, if, you, if you're around the Logan, Beanley, Yatla, Pimpamar area, why don't you come and join us on a Sunday afternoon? We're now meeting at Yatla. So if you'd like to join us, send us a message, and we'll give you the details on where we're meeting. But right now, join me in the Lord's Prayer before we go any further. We pray the Lord's Prayer every time we meet, because this was Jesus' model prayer. He said, Say, Our Father in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. This week we're continuing our series from the book of Colossians. And as you know, it's a devotional study of the Bible, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. And it has the potential of bringing great blessings to the lives of those who participate. So let me encourage you, share this with a friend. Invite someone to watch it with you. In fact, click like now and share it with someone that you know. Because we want this to be a blessing to everyone. And these messages from Colossians will take us probably into the early parts of next year, every Thursday night. And today we're talking about a new life with Christ. The text we're going to concentrate on is Colossians 3.1. If you've got your Bible, open it up. I'm going to read from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you like. It talks about not carnality, but Christ. It says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. How good is that? If we believe that we're raised with Christ, we should be focusing on the things of Christ. And the verses we're going to work through are Colossians 3, 1 through to 4. So let's read it again, starting in verse 1. It says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not things of the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Amen to that. We see way too many Christians, way too many believers who are focusing on the things of the world. Focusing on the things that are right in front of them, but they're not focusing on what Christ has for them. Let's pray for our offering before we go any further as well. We pray for our offering every time we, we take up an offering because we want to make sure it's blessed. So join with me. If you've got your seed, hang on to it and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pray together. Father, we come to you today not because you know, it's just an obligation, but because you made us. You redeemed us, Lord. And we acknowledge that every good and perfect gift comes from your bountiful hands. 
Make us good stewards, Lord, of what you've already given us. By your grace, we have been brought with a price and therefore desire to glorify you. Receive these gifts from our hands, Lord, and from our hearts and bless them for the use of your glory. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray this evening. Amen. Amen. You know, it's all about his kingdom. It's not about us. We have to start remembering that. And have you ever seen something that might be dangerous for a child or a family member and done something to distract them so they don't get hurt? This can be a way of getting past the frightening and demoralizing things in life, can't it? It is the explosive power of a new affection, the love for Christ. You know, that when, when one of our children are about to put their hand on a, on a hot plate on the stovetop, we'll yell at them or we'll do something suddenly to distract them so they don't hurt themselves. That's the explosive love that can come from Christ as well, something that just distracts us like that. And this is what Paul had in mind in this passage of Scripture. In the preceding section, he'd reminded us, if you're not sure, go back and listen to last week's message as well. He'd reminded us that we do not have to be subject to the long list of rules, regulations and restrictions that is devised by men. He concluded by saying in Colossians 2.23, These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self-imposed religion, false humility and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgences of the flesh. If we cannot control or keep check, in check, sorry, the indulgence of the flesh by observing certain regulations, how can we control it? If our body and our flesh can't be kept under control by regulations, how can we then control our body and our flesh? He answers that question at the beginning of Colossians 3.1. If then you were raised with Christ, then seek those things which are above. He answers his own question. We have a new life in Christ since we are risen with Christ. We can divert our attention from the things of the world that would pull us away from Christ by setting our minds on the things that are above. The things of heavenly and eternal value. Paul then said, or he was then not satisfied with the negative statement. So he added a positive. This is what we have with the new life in Christ, that positive. So our first point this evening is new life in Christ gives us a new view, doesn't it? The world is so negative. But if you look at it through Christ's eyes, life can be positive. The Christian lives with a view of the eternal. We should be living with a view of the eternal, not what's right in front of us now. Paul advised us to set our minds on the things that are above, to look up to the eternal things. The Greek word for man means literally upward looker. Man was made to look up. Too many of us are getting around, you know, looking at the ground where we're called to look up. New life in Christ causes us to look up to the eternal. I heard a story of a visitor to an art gallery who once saw one of the maintenance crew hard at work polishing the floor. 
And he spoke to this cleaning woman, commenting that there were some wonderful pictures in that gallery. And she replied, I'm sure there are, if I only had time to look up. New life in Christ causes us to look up. The Christian lives in tension between two worlds. The Christian always lives in tension between the upward world of the eternal hope of Christ and the present world of reality. While living here on this earth, we look towards the beyond. But that does not divorce us from the reality of where we are and working for God's glory now. Let me ask you the question, what on earth are you doing for heaven's sake? What are you doing here on earth for heaven's sake? Our second thing this evening is a new life in Christ gives us a new value. Not just a new view, a new value. Living for Christ, a life hidden in Christ, a life hid in Christ on display to the world. The Christian has union with Christ by faith in him. Because of this, the Christian life is hid in Christ. But it's also lived out in the world. Too many believers try and hide themselves away. We need to live life out in the world. So while the life is hid in Christ, Christ gives it life and meaning. Its display to the world shows a new value. People can tell when you're a believer. They know there's something different about you. Our third thing this evening is a new life in Christ gives us a new verdict. The verdict is victory. The verdict of victory is seen in the resurrection of Christ. And through new life, Christians share in that resurrection of Christ. What had once been considered defeat is now known to be victory. Those who thought that Christ's death was defeat realized it was victory when he was resurrected again. And it's not just victory for Christ, but it's also victory for the Christian who shares that same resurrection. That's you and me. Christ defeated death and we can join in that victory. Praise the Lord for that. As we finish up this evening, we have a new life in Christ a life that is completely different to our old way of life. I give the Lord thanks for that daily. Until we can understand that, we're holding ourselves back. We have a new life in Him, and it comes to us through faith as we are risen with Christ, who defeated death and sin. So my challenge to you this week is start believing that, that our victory comes through faith in Christ because he was risen and he already has defeated death and sin. And I also want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because our God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him, he will make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to him. You probably wouldn't be watching or listening to this if you didn't believe that. But you're also important to us at the refinery. 
So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And this year, 2022, has been a year of repentance and blessing. We've seen blessings flow in people's lives and it's been due to them coming closer to the Lord and repenting. But we're stepping into a new year. We're stepping into 2023, which is going to be a year of divine restoration and divine recovery. We are believing that everything that's been taken from you will be returned and some. Let me encourage you to get closer to the Lord. And until next time, stay in the blessings.